Hello, it's Sydney O'Sullivan and my guest is Danielle Kettlewell. Welcome, Danielle. Hello, Sydney. So lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for joining us. <laughs> you guys are going to love Danielle. She started swimming when she was about, well, you started actually artistic swimming when you were eight, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, she retired at 18. She wasn't really that good at synchronized swimming. And, um, but then you started teaching it, right? You started teaching it? Yeah. And through an amazing chain of events, Danielle ended up being, I'll bring your book up, the unlikely <laughs> Olympian. And uh, she has been, yay! <laughs> yes. Best-selling author, motivational speaker, and now coaching people to transform their lives. And uh, mm-hmm. this is so cool. Uh, we started working together, I guess, over a, a year and something ago. Yeah. And at that time, you were training for the championships, world championships, as the first ever Australian um what do you call that? A Mixed duet. So with a male and a female. Yeah. And they went to North Korea, did the world championships. And while she was training, working, training for the world championships, she managed to put out an almost 300 page book, which takes people on an entire journey of clarity. So mm-hmm. Danielle, I'd love to hear your story. Why did you want to do this so much? Why did you want to um, leave work and then coach other people and be a motivational mm. speaker. What drive you to that? And then we'll get into how you end up at the Olympics. Amazing. Yeah. So I think really uh, the, I got to a point where I'm so grateful. And a lot of people can say this at 23 years old, I achieved my wildest, craziest dream, you know, and not a lot of people are able to say that. However, I just felt this need and this vow inside of me. You know, I said that if I was somehow able to pull this off when I was on this journey to try out for the team, that I was going to do something with it because, you know, I heard someone share this once, you know, we all know Maslow's pyramid of needs and the highest one is self-actualization. You know, when you, you, you figure out, you know, what are your deepest desires and who you want to be. But someone said this once, which I completely agree with is they believe there's a level above that, which is the self-actualization of others. Because truly, I think the greatest feeling in this life is helping other people and helping them have the aha moments, helping them achieve because we are a global community of human beings. And the greatest feeling that we get out of life is when we help others. And so having done this incredible feat of becoming Olympian and, and spending five years on the national team and then writing a book and doing all this amazing things, I realized that not as many people didn't have all the experiences that I had. I learned so much. I met so many incredible people. I could use this information and this, this way that I was able to achieve this incredible dream and help other people do that. And, and it would be so much more than just myself because I got to a point, you know, when I was training, which was amazing where, you know, it was, it was a very selfish thing to be an athlete, which it, you have to be as an athlete, but I wanted to do something for others. And that led me to spark this idea of writing a book, which allowed me to meet you and then transferring my career um, to working online. And, you know, another dream that I had was to live in Bali and travel the world and do my work. So I was kind of on this leap of, you know, I'm going to live my next dream beyond the Olympics and, and be a global CEO, digital entrepreneur and inspire people to do theirs. And so that's what I've been up to over the past, you know, year and a bit since I've retired, which is crazy. <laughs> so one of the things that was really great uh, working together was that when you first came to me, you had this amazing story and I'd love you to share your story and how you ended up being the unlikely Olympian. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't tell everybody that she was actually born in, uh, you were born in Canada? Canada, Canada yeah. Born in Canada and then 
Um, it's anyway, we'll, we'll get into oh, that. Uh, but, the, uh, but her parents are Australian. So mm-hmm. that's how she ended up on the Australian Olympic team. And she'll tell you the story. But um, when, she, when you first approached me, you were like, I, I really want to write this book. And I just can't figure out how to write it. Like, you know, how to, yeah. I get so far and then I get stuck. And I hear this all the time. Like I literally had a meeting with somebody the other day who's been like a world export expert for like 30 years and, st- and didn't know how to write the book about it. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so well, what's your goal? And you said, um, I want to be a speaker and I want to teach people how to, I mean, the great thing about being an athlete is you know about teamwork and goal setting and achieving, you know, your mm-hmm. dreams and, and not quitting and seeing things through. And that's what makes the difference between someone who likes a sport and someone who becomes an Olympic athlete, right? Mm-hmm. And, and a world champion athlete, it's that, it's that resolve and, and committedness, right? That you can teach others. We can't really relate to what it's like to be, in, most of us can't relate to, be, to being an Olympian because mm-hmm. how, there's so few people who actually make that level. Yeah of success, but we can all relate to having to overcome challenges and um, get out of our own way and and set Mm. huge goals. So we ended up coming up with what you called the clarity code. Mm. And how useful has that been for you as far as structuring your trainings? It it really made you run like like wildfire to get the book done. Once you had the clarity code structure and and, um, what would you call a framework, you then got the book written really quickly. So how has it helped you as far as creating uh, training programs, coaching programs? and so on signature tool yeah I mean it's been really powerful to get like in the sense of like you know I would think I started writing this book as like an autobiography but I turned more into self-help um motivation which is what I wanted it to be um and it really came from just breaking it down and making it and which is the advice from you how can I make it clear whether it be an acronym or creating like a step program or how to um and and you giving me that advice really allowed me to have my own moment of clarity when I was like, okay, how can I help use this story to help other people in kind of like a step-by-step process? Um, And in the process of me kind of deepening my own intuition and and getting into meditation, which really helps me with my creativity um, and ideas, I came up with this clarity process, which is the acronym of clarity, which my book followed. And then I created a program from that. Um, So that's been absolutely integral in just um, being able to, it was really cool to have the book and then being able to pump out a program on the other side of that. And what I I love so much about my clarity method is that even in the process of, you know, um, shifting into being an entrepreneur online, I've used the same, you know, format of like going back to like the the mindset tools that I I played out, like what is coming up? What are my limiting beliefs? How do I work through hard times? What is my plan? So as I was kind of creating my clarity code online program, I was literally using the techniques that I wrote about in the book. And it's been even just you narrowing down like what is my message or what is your message and how can you make that as simple as possible, you know, has been really powerful in my own marketing and and getting to reach other people. Because I think, you know, especially my story is complicated, but so is everyone's. And sometimes when we can get stuck in our ego and we just want to share every little bit of our story, people get lost in that and they don't understand what's in it for them. So what you really helped me with is like, what is it in it for the other person? Yes, my story is interesting and someone's going to love that, but how can I help someone else? So making that really simple has been really powerful in creating my own marketing message in, in the work that I'm doing now. And then you were amazing. We always knew that you'd be media friendly because you're gorgeous and you're, you know, you're articulate. You don't mind a chat, which is great when you get a, <laughs> I'm good at chatting. 
on, yeah. a, on a morning show or whatever. And I always thought for you that down the track, when things get a little bit back to normal, you could do, you can be out doing speaking, your own retreats. You want to run your own retreats. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're also, uh, I actually think you could make a great, like, you know, uh, talk show host yourself, you know, uh, with, with other athletes or, or, you know, in the sporting world that you could use your sporting background, your Olympic background for that. But who knows? Anything is possible for you. Um, and uh, so when you actually started getting uh, the, some media interest with your, the book launch got great media interest, didn't it? You used your, because I, I was watching all your interviews and you were mm-hmm. so great on, on the news. Thank uh, you. But, they were bringing up the book. They, if they didn't have it on a big screen when you were doing your interview, they had it sitting right there in front of it. They kept bringing it up. So obviously the book meant something to the media. Did you find that it was easier to get those interviews because of the book launch? Um, yeah, I think the book launch, and to be honest, what I'm so grateful for this, but being an Olympian makes a lot of people like open their inbox message or, or reply to me or want me on their because I can almost, almost everyone that I've spoken to, you know, with a, in a podcast or a media or radio, they're like, I've never spoken to an Olympian before. So that along with the book was a really great combination um, as well. You know, being an athlete, like we aren't, we're just, we just do our sport. We're not taught how to like make a career out of it. But in this modern day, you know, you know, the athletes that do survive and do well are the ones that kind of turn it into like a personal brand and a business. Because, you know, in, in my case, you know, being an Australian athlete was not for the money we weren't paid anything so it really helped kind of turning my athleteness into a personal brand and then into being able to monetize it through my book and then through my programs for me to be able to live off of and create you know an empire off of you know what I am doing now so yeah it was um, really amazing getting those those PR interviews and the combination of the book and the Olympian status definitely helped like me get my foot in the door. So how did you actually send out press releases or did you reach out to the journalists personally? Yeah, I actually worked with um, a lady, um, a PR lady when I got some of the interviews in Canada um, and she was really great. And and I think she sent out the press releases, but basically sat down with me. It's like, what are, you know, again, like you said, like simplifying it, what are like the three takeaways that you want for people? Like, you know, um, because we can get so caught up in, especially me, I get so excited about so many things, like making it really simple can be so hard sometimes, but I think that really helped just since, you know, basically inspiring people to go after their dreams, you know, finding gratitude in every day and working on your mindset, you know, in life, when you have to overcome any adversity and making that really simple and giving that to the, the lady that helped me with PR and getting in there. It was really powerful. And it was cool to have people, you know, who watched me on the news show up at my book launch a few days later, which was incredible. So, okay. Now I think we better share, we've been teasing them. We better share how you ended <laughs> up as an Olympian. So well, um, you were living in Canada, you were retired, you'd retired mm-hmm. from synchronized swimming, right? And what happened next? So I grew up in, in Vancouver, Canada. My parents are Aussie and they're actually from Sydney, Australia. Um, and they immigrated here in the seventies. Um, and I did synchronized swimming my whole life, but I was, I'm, I'm, this is, you know, the point of my book, I'm called the unlikely Olympian because I'm always very candid in saying I was not the talented one. I was not the most valuable player. I was never going to become anything. And that's what I told myself. And I struggle with my weight, my confidence and my self-belief. And, you know, at, at 18 years old, when I was in high school, 
you know, in my 12th year of high school, um, I realized that, you know, this was it. There was nowhere else that I was going to go. You know, it's time to, to walk away. Um, and I, I hung up the cap and goggles or so I thought, and uh, just started coaching synchro because I absolutely loved it. Um, and a few years later in 2013, um, I was continuing to do some training on the side because, you know, when you love a sport, you keep doing it. So I was doing master's level. I ended up getting a really bad concussion, uh, which is about seven years ago now. And um, I... Well, you better explain how that happened. That was <laughs> People don't realize that it's a really quite an athletic sport with yeah. throwing people around and you um did and what happened you landed back so yeah, yeah so basically what people don't realize is concussions is actually one of the most common sports in synchronized swimming so what we do is we create these human pyramids pretty much underwater and keep in mind that we're never touching the bottom of the pool um we have people that egg beat her up so it's like moving your legs and your feet around in these circles which creates this kind of like human propeller and you bring yourselves up to the surface and one teammate jumps off and does like a flip or a twirl or whatever it is, um, similar to, you know, what you see divers do. Sometimes they get two meters up in the air. It's incredible. And then they come down and land in the pool. However, you know, as can happen, we aren't like, you know, gridiron NFL players. We don't have any protection on. Sometimes, you know, your teammate can slip and miss and land straight back on top of you. And that's what happened to me one evening when I was training and I ended up, you know, being pulled pulled out of the water by my teammates and I thought I was fine, but I was driving home that evening with this like really bad pain behind my, I was feeling nauseous. And I remember going back home to study because I was a university at the student, a university student at the time, right? Because I, I was just like living the regular life, quote unquote. And um, I was remember trying to read the, the words on the page and I couldn't even read and I knew it was English, but I, I couldn't understand what it was it was saying. And I, the next day I went to the doctor and they ended up telling me I had a concussion. And in this dark pit of my life, you know, you know, we all have these moments, whether it be COVID or, or a death or a really big challenge. We have these moments where like, why is this happening to me? Right. We like, what did I do? You know, and we, none of us are, are free from that. Like life is full of challenges and that's okay. Um, and, but I was in this really big self-pity moment and little did I know it was happening for me. And, and I just remind, you know, whatever, if you're in business or in life, any challenges that you're going through someday, you're going to look back and see it as a blessing, even COVID, which has been this global challenge um, as a global community. And in this dark period of my life, this incredible light um, opportunity, you know, came to me, I got the chance or through um, having a conversation with my friend who was also an Australian Canadian citizen who was also a synchronized swimmer, the assistant national team coach, the Australian synchronized swimming team reached out to her because they were looking for more people to try out for the team. This was 2013 at the the time the 2012 Olympics has been the year before and most of the team had retired they were trying to rebuild their team and through the small world of synchronized swimming or artistic swimming as it's now called you know um, she found us and 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 said, you know, to my friend, oh, is there any chance you'd want to come and try out for this team? And being the supportive person that I was, I was like, yes, 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 my friend, you need to do this. You need to go for this. I'm so excited for you. Um, and it was crazy, a crazy opportunity for her. And then she turns around after a few minutes and she said to me, she's like, Danielle, like, what if you try too? like, you could do this too. You're Australian Canadian, you're synchronized summer. And I had so much self-doubt and self lack of self-belief and lack of self-confidence 
at the time, I like pretty much laughed. I was like, there's no way, there's no way I could do that. Right. Well, I think of it, I'm in Canada, I'm concussed. I was never the good athlete. You know, there's just no chance. But I sat there with this opportunity and I said, you know, this will never ever come around again. And do I want to wonder my whole life if this if I could have done it, wonder if I was able or capable to do it, or would I rather just step away, you know, in fear, or would I rather rise to the occasion? And I, I realized that even though it was so unlikely, even though it was so terrifying, I would rather step up and step into this big opportunity and just see if, even if there's a 0.0001% chance that I can make it, just try, because I'd rather, um, go for it and fail then always wonder what if and so that led me to be on this incredible journey where I had to recover from my concussion I had to move to Perth Australia had to leave my family behind I had to like go after I had to officially drop out of university and go after this ridiculous goal where everyone thought I was crazy right this is the girl that's the the reserve on the team this is the the, the chubby girl on the side this is the girl that no one thinks is gonna get anywhere and I say to them I'm gonna try out for the Olympic team and a long, incredible story ended up getting me on that 2016 Olympic team. It helped me spend five years on the Australian national team and, and ended my career making history, you know, as Australia's first mixed duet. And that was all because I took a chance and a leap at something that was really terrifying. And I chose to believe in myself. And I really, really, you know, I love incorporating my story and my message because I want people to know that I was not the person that was going to get there. You know, the typical Olympian story that we hear is they were always talented they were always the best you know we knew from you know the young their youngest age that they were always saying they were going to go to the olympics which is amazing but that wasn't me and if i am a normal person who is not the most talented but i use my mindset and i use my self-belief and i use all the other tools that i had in my pocket to do something incredible like get to the olympics which is this you know title that everyone around the world recognizes what if you know what if i shared that with other people and just imagine what they can do in their life um and so that that incredible journey has given me this fire under me to just ignite people to go after their incredible dreams as well. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Story because it's not just about overcoming your doubts. It's showing up again and again and again. Like you didn't get to the team just by going to Perth. You had to fight for it, right? You had oh to, my gosh. you had to you qualify, you know, you had to train yeah. and show and up every day and every stay day. committed, stay committed. Mm. And, you know, like it's, it's easy to summarize it. And, and quite often we see people's story. Sorry, we see the glory, but we don't see the story. You know, you don't see the moments where I thought I was going to give up. You didn't see the moments where I cried because I was tired. You didn't see the moments where I trained 60, 70, 80 hours per week to go after this thing, but I kept freaking going at it. And I, and I you know, in, it's such a beautiful transition and, and translation to, to life and the entrepreneurial journey as well. Like you will be be successful when you continue to go. If you fall down once, it doesn't mean that you're done. It doesn't mean that you're a failure. You know, life is full of those moments and we need to learn from them because they're going to help us move forward. And it's okay to have hard days. It's okay for it to be challenging sometimes because that is where the magic is in those moments because we can either choose to fall away and leave our dreams behind or we can choose to rise. And through those challenging moments, we can 
always achieve our dreams. You know, it might not happen in the timeline that we think it might not happen in six months. It might not happen in two months, but you will get there if you keep pursuing. And I'm just so passionate about that because I think sometimes as well, we can think, you know, people glorify the, the virality, like, Oh, just one week of going after your dream and you're going to get there. No, it takes time, but that's okay. Um, but make sure you enjoy the process of it all as well. So I use so much of the journey of an athlete to the journey that I'm on, you know, as an entrepreneur in, in this as well. And I, I absolutely have like 1000% confidence in my success of continuing to move forward because of literally the mindset tools that I created as an athlete and, and, and transferring that in, into this here as well. So yeah, I love sharing that. So um, there's a lot of things I want to make sure that you share with people. So you've been, um, uh, you wrote the book, you started doing, um, you actually, how did you then start launching your coaching program? Um, because you were, first of all, you went, you actually took a little break and had a bit of a trip, which, you know, thank God you did because now we can't travel around the world. So yeah. um, had you already met Luca, your partner? At the yes, time? we had met um, in uh, the beginning of, or end of 2018. And so my book was published in 2019. And then um, we decided, you know, I, I wanted to make sure that I was still embodying my message. You know, I was telling people to go after their dreams. Like what was my next dream? And my next dream was to, I had this dream from, I don't know, years ago that I wanted to like live and work in Bali. You know, we see the pictures of like the beautiful scenery and the people on the laptops. And I just like really, really felt this call to go there. And so did he. And we took this leap, you know, from Perth to, to move to Bali. And um, one of the other reasons as well was um, we, uh, one of the great lessons that I've learned in my Olympic journey is like, and, and you reflect on this as well. When you surround yourself with people that you want to be like, you get there so much faster. And we know like there's pretty much everyone that is in Bali, that is an expat, um, works online and they're doing something incredible. And you walk around every cafe, every corner, there is, you know, other than the tourists, the people that live there, everyone is either working online, building an empire, coaching people, helping people, building an online store, going after their dream. And to be surrounded by that environment is such an accelerator for, for you to go after your um, dreams as well. So we found that a massive help, um, you know, as well living there. Um, and then at the same time we still have the ability to you know because we were working online we were building up our programs building up our one-on-one my partner launched a podcast you know um you know building up tiktok social media instagram our list like all of the things from doing that there through learning and through surrounding ourselves by the right uh, with the right people as well so you're one of the only people i know who's actually using tiktok for your marketing and you're finding it's working really really well for you right yeah, I love, actually, I, I love TikTok. I, I, I haven't been doing it since I've been in the yeah. States. But when I was in Australia, I'd start my day and end my day because there's so many cool recipes and health there's, tips. And, it's yeah. awesome. Like, and honestly, that's one of the things that we learned through a friend of ours. Um, he It took him like six years to build up 30,000 followers on Instagram. And in six months, he built up 360,000 on TikTok. Um, and so he was, we were hearing this beforehand. You know, we follow Gary Vee and we had people suggesting to us, but, you know, we were just like, oh, I, I don't know if it's the right thing. And we didn't know how to use it properly um, because there is definitely a way that you want to use it. Um, and then my partner got into to TikTok a few months before me and he built up 50,000 followers in a few months. Um, and I've been on there a couple months and almost at 10,000, which is amazing. And it, I found it like, it's such an incredible, it's, I think because um, uh, Facebook and Instagram can be quite saturated just because it's been around for so many years now and the algorithm of TikTok can allow you to go viral so you know my partners had 
videos that have reached over 600,000 views. I've had some that reach up to 250,000 views and it, it's such an incredible way to get your message out there. And because of the, the hashtags, it, it goes out to your niche and to random people. That's what I think is, is um, so much different about it, but I find it such an incredible platform. And I think it's the way that even Instagram is copied with reels. Like I would suggest the only regret I have is that I didn't get on sooner to be completely honest. Um, on what TikTok or Instagram? And get on TikTok sooner because oh. you know it would have grown faster and even with COVID has exploded. So um, you know there's a few tips. Make sure that you have a good SIM card because um, it actually geo it's geolocational. So wherever your SIM card is from, you want to make sure that that's your target market. So for a while I couldn't get on because I had an Indonesian SIM card, but I wanted to target North America um, or Australia. So if if someone's wanting to get on TikTok, just make sure you have the right SIM card. Um, and then you know we actually reached out to TikTok coaches because um, there's people that come consult on like how to get your videos more viral and it was really really powerful for us to build our business now pretty much all of my leads um i would say about 95 percent of my leads come from tiktok at the moment which which i'm really enjoying as well so if you actually wanted to put an ad spend on it you could probably take because you've got quite a big following on instagram as well now right so uh yeah almost three thousand um on instagram but i don't know what, if you what, can what, advertise what? on tiktok yet well, no, but I'm saying with Instagram, you could actually, because uh, there's a lot, a lot of the people that I'm working with are doing phenomenal stuff. I mean, with Facebook, I mean, you might love it or hate it, but Facebook owns Instagram and they own, uh, yeah, they have their WhatsApp and they have like, it's all integrated. So you can, you can do some cool stuff with video ad spends, which is really just a few cents if people go and watch your video and they watch it over a certain amount of time, you know, you can set like 10 seconds or whatever, mm. then three seconds or 10 seconds, then you only pay when they've actually watched through it. And what's kind of really the real powerful thing about using Instagram marketing or Facebook marketing, and I'm not an expert on Instagram marketing, but is that you can, um, you know, build lookalike audiences. So you might only have 3000 now, but you could, uh, get Facebook's algorithms to start uh, creating lookalike audiences so mm. that you, you can build that audience much faster. So you might be able to do something like that on TikTok, but that's your area. So I think you should do a training for all the people that want to get onto TikTok, but it's, it's, um, it's a, a completely different medium because it's very short very short videos, right? So yeah, and for someone like me, like I'm, I'm really good at uh, speaking. So it's actually a great avenue for my, for me, because you have to be pretty, I mean, you have to put your face out there. Um, and you also need a lot of self-discipline because of the, the, the app can be really, really addictive. Um, but it's, you know, the other great thing about it as well is um, uh, because of the algorithm, you know, I have videos that I posted two months ago that are still getting so many hits and likes and views, which does doesn't quite often happen. Like if you posted a video or a picture two months ago on Facebook, it would have stopped getting any, um, you know, interest, but the, because of the algorithm, it, it's really powerful. So if anyone is like, whatever you're hearing this, honestly, get on TikTok because I think that it's, you know, we see the waves of social media. Um, and I'm not saying is Facebook and Instagram are great, but this is definitely another powerful one that we cannot deny and it's not going away. You know, there's a, almost a billion users on there. I'm pretty sure. So it's a despite all the all the talk and the news that, that you know that uh, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that are worried about TikTok because they say, oh, it's owned by the Chinese and they're tracking yeah. us. But you, do you think they're not all tracking us? You know, like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know, if you're 
we all know, like, you know, you want to take your leads off anyways and get them onto your email list, right? So it's just a great avenue to do that because, um, you know, it's helped my email list like triple in the past few months. Um, so it, as long as, I mean, you're doing it smart, but I think when we're all on social media, you, that that's the thing. They, they're going to track us. They're going to see what's going on. We don't necessarily own everything, but we just have to be smart about it. So yeah. it's been a great avenue for my business. And so when you, when, what is the problem that you solve for people at the moment? What the kind of people that you're attracting that are, mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I don't get a chance to follow everything you're doing, but we're Facebook okay. friends. I see it when you post and there's a lot of people that are getting amazing results from you and they're, they're mm. putting it in public and they're saying, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Danielle. What is the problem that you're solving for people at the moment? Yeah, I help people figure out what they want to do with their life and go after it. And it's been, you know, COVID has been the greatest gift for that because it's allowed people to have a lot more stillness to realize, holy doodle, like I want to actually do something more. Um, you know, maybe I'm not doing what I love or, you know, I'm at this point where I like I have a nine to five job. It's unfulfilling and I know that there's more inside of me. So through, you know, all of the things that I learned as an athlete around mindset and, and um, everything that I know now as a coach, what I do is work on people's limiting beliefs and like what is what is the limits that your mind is holding you back um, and I, I work a lot with you know the subconscious programming and figure out wh- what is energetically um, and subconsciously holding you back from achieving your goals because the thoughts that we think are so powerful in our success as well and then I help people get clear I work specifically with women I help women get clear on what it is that they're actually passionate about what excites you what is the vision that you want for your life you know what do you want your lifestyle to be like and I think this is so powerful right we see this in the personal development industry but in the in the educational industry like kids aren't asked what they want what they lifestyle they want they're not asked you know what they want their days to look like they're not asked what excites them they're just kind of told to go down the path of getting a good job and so I think you know um, designing your life based on like what you want it to look like and feel like and your days to look like and then creating an avenue to find a job a career or soul mission that aligns with that is really powerful and then creating the plan to get there so I do that through um uh, what, uh, group programs, my clarity code, and I'm building up other programs in the coming um, years, as well as one-on-one coaching. And one of my favorite stories, actually, if you don't mind me sharing, is one of my one-on-one clients. Um, she was a uh, in Perth and she was an event planner and you know 26 years old had done all the right things and this is what I usually get like the people you know you get the job you get the good job you go to university you have the savings you traveled and then you we get to this point right where if you haven't really gone deeper and searching your soul you just ask is there more to life like there must be more um, and you know I want to create a business I want to do something that excites me and and one of my clients Sam came to me at that place like she had a good job she worked for a charity on the surface nothing looked wrong but she felt a calling inside of her and we figured out that she wanted to have a lifestyle where she wanted to um be able to work online and she wanted to be able to travel and have freedom and not be tied down and not be stressed out by her job um, and ended up um, over the course of us working together finding a, a product where she's created a product-based company it's called social skin co i actually have it right here it's, it's an led face mask um, if anyone's watching the video and what it does is it 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 has three different LED colors and she found this product through, um, you know, online and it's actually marketed in the States by the Kardashians, but now she has the right from the like Australians, um, Australian, uh, 
distributors and and so now she's just in the past month she's launched her her business uh, while she's working online and we created a plan for her to transition into that full-time with her partner and so it's just from her being someone that was came to me you know a few months ago being like I want to do something different with my life I want to enjoy my life to now her literally creating having launching this business and shifting into that career full-time and having other clients that are doing similar stuff as well like it's just like I can't even tell you how fulfilling it is to see other people achieve their dreams and because I've done amazing things and now it's my time to get back so I find so much so much freaking joy in, in being able to do that that's so cool. That's actually why I'm so excited to be able to get you on and do it, you know, a, a catch up because yeah. I love hearing what happens beyond, you know, the book. I love hearing about what where you guys have done with your books, what how mm. it's grown into a training program, into fulfillment, into helping others. You know, mm. it's really exciting. So what are your plans now? You told me the other day, and I don't know, you can you don't you might not want to share all this publicly, but what you can feel that you can share publicly to inspire others. What um, you told me that you can totally see this being a seven figure business for you down the track and beyond. Um, are you looking at, is it about building your personal brand or do you think it's, is it, tell us about what your vision is. What's the yeah. Point? Yeah. I love, thank you for asking. So um, my goal and my partners, we um, have separate personal brands, but we do a lot of stuff together because we're a couple, we work at home online together. But um, for me, it's building a seven figure business where I can positively impact the world and ignite people to go after their, their missions. And that is going to be through online th um, programs, through coaching and through speaking when, when we can get back out there <laughs> more normally um, and to really create a massive impact. You know, uh, I've always felt this desire and burning in feeling inside of me that I was here to do big, big things. And I have this deep drive, you know, I have that, the Olympic mindset, I have that attitude. So for me, it's just really building. And, and the point of that is to honestly, positively help as many people as possible. And to be, to see, you know, I've been in this, I, you know, um, about a year and a bit now, and to see all the women that I've helped and just imagine what I can do when I scale that, because there are so many people, especially with you know the 2020 pandemic that you know so many people that are reevaluating their lives so many people that are waking up to like I we I want more I want to feel more fulfilled I want to do something that excites me and as well you know fun fact I have a degree in internet communications with with the the future pace of technology in the world you know artificial intelligence is coming in really fast and the way that we are going in the next five years is what has happened in the next last 10 years so it's only accelerating faster and you know the thing that um artificial intelligence can always replace the automation always replace the monotonous jobs that a lot of people are doing but they can never replace creativity they can never replace entrepreneurship fully they can never replace you know leading people they can never re replace a social and emotional skill which i love sharing with people in, in going after your dreams and, and creating a, a business or, or creating a, you know even if that is a job but it's more integrated with people so i think this is such a powerful time you know with this this shift in in technology you know, we have access to everything online. You can, you can literally YouTube and Google your way into entrepreneurship at this point. Um, and so there's really no excuses for anyone anymore if they're wanting to shift their life. And I want to be able to impact more people in that way so that they can do something that's in their purpose. Because I feel like when you're at that vibration, you inspire so many people around you and you eventually shift the consciousness of this planet through being in something that you love. So that's my big vision for my company um, to be building into seven, eight nine figures over the next you know lifetime <laughs> awesome. awesome so okay let's break it down then for people who 
you inspired me. Like, you know, let me tell you, you are on fire, girl. This is exciting. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what I want to know now is like for people who are thinking, wow, that sounds amazing. And mm. you and I were talking before we started the interview that um, about how so much has changed in our favor over the last few months, mm. just because people went from a lot of them never doing an online training to now we're all really, I mean, it's, most people are working from home. I remember when, uh, when we all sort of went initially had to move out of offices and stuff, you know, um, mm. I had to shut down my live events. I had to transition all my coaching online, which as you know, I was already doing a lot of online for many years. Mm. So it wasn't too hard for me, but the, um, but my daughter started working. She had to leave her law firm and work from home. My ex-husband who was running two companies, he suddenly had to do everything on, he was jumping between you know, Google Hangouts and Microsoft Teams and Zoom meetings, you know, because yeah. all the companies, all these companies that had to move online. And uh, my uh, my son was doing all his meetings online. And, you know, it was like all four of us were sitting in different parts of the house doing, yes, guys, I still hang out with my ex-husband. And uh, <laughs> all four of us were all hanging out in different parts of the house doing our meetings all day, right? And that this has become the norm for people. Mm -hmm. I mean, Ellen's having to do her talk show from, you know, from home. We're having, you know, the Tonight Show. So what's happened is people have just adjusted to a completely different lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So if you were starting, knowing what you know now, and I know that you've only just started, but you're doing amazing <laughs> things. Like you were telling me that actually, uh, Luke is starting to see some significant income from the TikTok, right? So, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've only just started, but you can see how you will as well. Mm -hmm. So starting from, if you knew now what you knew, what you, like, what you know now, and you were saying to somebody, you know, do this, do this, do this, what would be a, your, your fast track to success to get started today? Like mm -hmm. you said, get to know about TikTok. So yeah. I'd like to start with, I think it's super important to have the right message, which is where you and I started. Once you got clear on that message, it was just, you were just like a rocket ship, really. Yeah. So do you help people with that too? It's like you, you, you drill deeper. You go, I didn't need to do a lot of that work with you because you'd already done the self work. Yeah. Um, so, uh, with, with, but you help people actually go down to a core level and, uh, and really tap into their passions. Right. And yeah, yeah, definitely. I, like I'd say, you know, figure out what you, what excites you. And so one of the things that I do with my clients is talk about gifts and passions. What are you naturally good at? And what are you actually passionate about? Cause so many people say, go after your passions, um, you know, do what you're passionate about. It was something that I learned through my incredible experience of being in the Olympics. I was passionate about synchronized swimming, but I was never talented or gifted at it. And so I only got so far I would have never been a world champion I would have never been a first place gold medalist because I just didn't have that extra pizzazz of, of uh, you know the natural ability of my sport and that's fine um, however the people that I see at the top of every industry obviously I saw it mostly with athletes but you can relate that to everything they have a natural gift and knack for what they're doing and they're passionate about it and so combining that together and figuring out what is that for you I call it your gifted passions and how can you funnel that into some type of business and then as well looking at your mindset and your belief systems like because if you don't align your mind and your beliefs and and your vibration with where you want to go you're going to sabotage yourself um so mindset is a really really massive part of it um and one of the things i'd also suggest you know you said getting clear on your message is so important which i one thousand percent so when you figure out your gifts and passions what is your niche what problem are you solving for people um and you know 
I would suggest honestly getting a coach or a mentor because it can fast track the process. I suggest that to obviously I do that. And so, you know, you can always reach out to me, but it honestly fast tracks the process. There's people out there that can help us get there faster. The initial investment is 1000 times worth it because you don't have all the mistakes that you make. If you're just figuring out by their, by yourselves, people genuinely like myself and yourself, Sydney, like we genuinely want to help people, you know, be successful and live fulfilled lives. So get, clear on what your your gifts and your passions are get clear on your message work on your mindset and honestly hire a coach or do a program because it's going to accelerate your process a thousand times getting there um and, and you know as well a lot too of many, not too many programs right like, you yeah. Know, like yeah pick a path and stick with it yeah what well, yeah like, one at a time one at a time <laughs> definitely um but it, yeah if it, it, i find that really powerful i know i've been a big advocate of, of investing in myself and it's only helped my business expand um because there's people that have walked the path before us and and let's why not learn from them so we don't make the same mistakes and and we get there faster you know that's what this world is about and and as well i i you know i feel like i need to say this but a lot of people some fears that come up for people is there's oh there's too many people already doing it you know now everyone's getting into the online world but i think it's so important to remember that there is like 7.7 billion people on this planet you know there's enough room for every single one of us. And even if, you know, I found there's other people out there that are doing similar things to me. However, the way that I share my message, the, my story, the way that I present my material, what I have to offer is different. And my energy is different. And someone is going to go with me versus them. So even if you're doing the exact same thing as someone else in your own way with your own flavor, it is needed. And if the market is not saturated, it's not, there's not too much of us. We need more people, you know, doing this because I think it, it's such a, a powerful part of like liberation and as well, like shifting and changing this world to be a better place comes from being financially literate and being financially empowered. Um, that's just another tangent, but I just, I heard, hear a lot of people saying that there's too many people already doing it. And I think that's a complete. Yeah. And, and what did, you know, look, honestly, like my mentor is Jack Canfield. And when he went to his publisher with the whole concept for the chicken soup for the soul book, the publisher said, how many copies are you planning on selling? And he said, a million. He and Mark Victor Hansen's partner, they had done the, mm. they'd done the visioning, they, they set goals. They said, we want to sell at least a million copies and we want to impact a billion people. And the publisher just laughed and said, "You're look, I've got to be realistic with you. Most books, you're lucky if you can sell 20,000 copies, really. Like, mm. and that's with, a, that's with a lot of hard work. But, but uh, Jack and Mark just said, they just said, we're going to do five things every day that are going to get us closer to our goals. Mm. They uh, were really strategic. They worked very hard and... They have impacted billions of people with that book series. It sold half mm -hmm. a billion copies of the book. I so love that series. Over 500 million books sold, wow. which is phenomenal. Yeah. And then just to give you a concept of what I'm learning from Jack now is he took his uh, book success principles, which he was super proud of, and turned it into an entire coaching series. And they have sold over 3,000 coaches into their certified training. And for Jack, it's not about the money anymore. It's about legacy. It's actually about making the world a better place by getting this message out to as many people as possible. And his message is very much like your message and my message, which is don't listen to the naysayers. Uh, he has mm -hmm. one of his success principles is, 
um, get out of the ain't it awful club, you know, and hang around with successful people because successful people won't tell you you're crazy. They won't say, oh, you'll never make it at the Olympics, right? Mm, Totally. It's it's so powerful. Like the people above you will never tell you to not go for it. It's just the people that aren't happy with their own lives or they failed in their own ways. They're going to tell you to stay away because of their own, you know, mental struggles, their own failures, but never listen to that. And even, you know, in the conversations I'm sure that we have with our our peers this is common but I I you know literally had a conversation with my group coaching program last week and I was saying to them like you can do this like I believe in you this is possible and they said no one has ever told them that before Uh they just you know to stay safe get a good job follow in their parents footsteps you know just you get a good job with a good pension until you get to retirement like life is more than that you know life is about enjoying the process of it all and and it's just was really powerful you know as much as I you know sometimes we think that that can be oversaid there's still so many more people that need to hear that. And I'm speaking, you know, at the, that was, you know, 20 to 30 year old women. You, you think that that generation would have heard it, but still people have this old paradigm thinking. So it's, it's just, yeah, being around people that inspire you is so incredibly powerful on your path to, to your dreams and your success. Oh, yeah. it's so exciting to see you so on fire. Cause honestly, guys, I remember a couple of years ago, Danielle was, she had her doubts, you know, and uh, I'm sure you probably still do. We all have doubts. There's oh, days yeah. where I wake up and go, what have I taken on? This is so huge, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, but then you just go, well, you know what? A day at a time. Yeah. One, one chunk at a time. And uh, and then when you start changing people's lives, you know, and you start seeing the results that they're having, that gets exciting. That totally motivates you, doesn't it? hundred percent. And just, you know, having people say to you that my life is different because of you, you know, uh, I like, I wouldn't be the same if it wasn't because of you. And it's not, it just feels so good to know that you're having a positive impact, um, you know, on someone's life and on someone's day. And like, you know, if I would, this is what I, it's it's a bit morbid, but I think it's powerful to think about like, if you were to die tomorrow or next week, would you be proud of how you showed up in life? Would you be proud of like the conversations that you had, the person that you were, were you integral with, with your act? And, and to, to literally, you know, say to myself, I'm proud if I was to die tomorrow, for some reason, I'm proud of what I've at least, you know, worked towards doing, uh, and the impact that I've made. And I think that's is, it, reminding us of our mortality is a really powerful way for us to start to shift our reality and go after what actually matters. Um, because, you know, let's not wait till our deathbed to, to have those thoughts or th- those regrets. You know, the book, The Five Regrets of the Dying, is I wish that I had the courage to be someone that I wanted to be, not what other people thought of me. Um, and, and it's, you know, so true. So, you know, for me to be able to inspire a younger generation of, of women to be able to go after that, and especially, you know, even as women, we've come a long way in the last 50 years, but we still have a long way to go. So I think it's so important just to remind women that they're, they're, there's more than, you know, being a mother is beautiful, but they can also go after their dreams. They can also live in their purpose. And it just it gets me out of bed and makes me so excited to, to share this message and to talk about this all the time. Well, Danielle, thank you. So what do you see as the opportunities? And obviously people are probably wondering how they can find you. And it's super easy because your website is Danielle Kettlewell. Um, so. DanielleKettlewell.com. <laughs> oh, easy, right? So, yeah. um, and they definitely should go out and buy your book, uh, which mm-hmm. is available on Amazon. And what, what do you see for the future? What do you see as the opportunities for people? What advice would you give listeners who are maybe feeling like this is a great time? That's what I think a lot of people are feeling. I agree with you that, uh, we've had a lot of change and um, people are thinking, well, 
maybe I don't want to go back to work now that I've been working at home, or maybe I want to change careers, or maybe I have to change careers, you know? So what is the opportunity for people who may be feeling a bit sad, stuck, depressed, lost? I think this is the opportunity to really ask yourself, like, what matters in your life? What, how, what do you want your legacy to be? You know, when you leave, you know, it doesn't have to be as grand as Jack Canfield's, but, you know, what do you want your impact on this planet to be? And how can you align your life to, to get there? You know, for some people, it's going to be the, the entrepreneurial route, which is 1000% get yourself online somehow, some way, shape or form, because this is obviously the way of the future. Um, and the people in 10, 15 years are going to be kicking themselves if they didn't get their business online some way. Um, um, and, or, you know, align yourselves with the company. I have lots of women that I work with as well. They may not necessarily want to be an entrepreneur, but they want to work for an entrepreneur. They want to work for someone who's wholehearted, who has a big mission as well, because they don't want to be the face, but they want to have impact. So really ask yourself what is important to you and, you know, like, how can you get there? Um, and, and really work on the, uh, understanding that anything is possible. Literally anything is possible. Like, like you know, you said that someone said to Jack Canfield, it's impossible for him to sell um, a million books and now he's sold 500 million. You know, someone would have said to me, it's impossible for me to be an Olympian and I did it. You know, there's so many people that are making the impossible possible and why not you? You know, that's the question. We always think, oh, well, that's someone else. And I thought that for a while too. Well, that's someone else's story. That's someone else's journey. I, so that's someone else is going to be an Olympian. But why why not you? The people that ask themselves, why can't I be that person? They're the ones that actually go after and do it. Um, and, and so, yeah, I just want people to understand that this is literally, I, I keep you know saying to my clients, this is the time to go after your dreams because in the recessions, this is when the massive companies and businesses are made. You know, last 2008 recession, that's when Uber came, Airbnb, um, Groupon, Instagram, this was all created in the last recession. So, you know, in we're going to see in the next five years, there's going to be incredible businesses that have been created from this time have already seen it happening so get on the train because this is the time to start to build a business in in this you know incredible space that we have in the world so yeah um, that's my beautifully, message. Said, <laughs> beautifully said Danielle thank you and I agree in hundred uh, percent and I think that uh, people who listen to my interview series are going to find that it's going to be inspirational story after story of people who have moved online really quickly like you did mm -hmm. and are having more success than they've ever had before and are actually really super excited about the future so mm -hmm. um i want to thank you so much for joining us and i would love to catch up again in another few months see what you've done with your TikTok, yes. how big you've grown it <laughs> um what new programs you're launching and uh, if anybody wants to uh, find out more about danielle please go and grab a copy of her book the Unlikely Olympian on yes. Amazon, or can they get it from your website as well? I'm just on Amazon and Kindle at the moment. Okay, yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And um, then you can basically read about her or just go straight to her website and you can find out about her training programs, her yeah. coaching programs, which are evolving all the time. And yes. so proud of you. You are so thank amazing. You, <laughs> and uh, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your incredible inspirational story. Of course, all the best to all the listeners. And say hi to your family for me. I will. <laughs> See ya. Bye.